Welcome to Living Life. Today we're going to be considering how God has worked through history and how He has been faithful. Now, this being Sunday, I love when I get to church and I'm with my people. One of the first things I like to do in the worship service is to allow three people just to share out loud how has God revealed his, himself to them this week? How has God been faithful to them or shown his grace in some way? And so, of course, we'll hear stories like how God was with me through the week where I had to make an important decision and he gave me very, some clarity and he gave me wisdom to make the right decision. Another person might say that, you know, I don't really like to drive the streets of Los Angeles, but God gave me peace and he also protected me while I was on the road. Well, as we are going to look at now Psalm 105, this great historical psalm, we do see that it's important for us to thank God for his past faithfulness and also trust him for future faithfulness. Well, let's keep this in mind as we read today's passage. Psalm chapter 105, verses 16 through 36. He called down famine on the land and destroyed all their supplies of food. And he sent a man before them, Joseph, sold as a slave. They bruised his feet with shackles. His neck was put in irons. Till what he foretold came to pass, till the word of the Lord proved him true. The king sent and released him, the ruler of peoples set him free. He made him master of his household, ruler over all he possessed, to instruct his princes as he pleased and teach his elders wisdom. Then Israel entered Egypt. Jacob resided as a foreigner in the land of Ham. The Lord made his people very fruitful. He made them too numerous for their foes, whose hearts he turned to hate his people, to conspire against his servants. He sent Moses, his servant, and Aaron, whom he had chosen. They performed his signs among them, his wonders in the land of Ham. He sent darkness and made the land dark, for had they not rebelled against his words. He turned their waters into blood, causing their fish to die. Their land teemed with frogs, which went up into the bedrooms of their rulers. He spoke, and there came swarms of flies and gnats throughout their country, he turned their rain into hail, with lightning throughout their land. He struck down their vines and fig trees, and shattered the trees of their country. He spoke, and the locusts came, grasshoppers without number. They ate up every green thing in their land, ate up the produce of their soil. Then he struck down all the firstborn in their land, the firstfruits of all their manhood. So as we're looking at Psalm 105, and we're just looking at how God has 
revealed himself in holy history, you know, beginning in the psalm with Abraham and then Isaac and Jacob, and now we come to Joseph. And there was then this time when Joseph went into Egypt, and then he was a part of how God, he used Joseph to help his people in Egypt. But then there became this gap in time where there just seemed to be a lot of waiting because the people then became slaves. But in our text, we then see how God brought forth Moses. Now, there was this gap in time and a lot of waiting. And when I think about waiting, I, I, I think about Isaiah 64, 4. Because in this verse, it tells us what is so unique about our God. It says, No eye has seen, nor ear has heard, of a God besides thee. And what he's about ready to tell us is what makes our God so unique, different from all other gods. And what it says is, No eye has seen, nor ear has heard, of a God besides thee, who works for those who wait for him. We actually have a God who works on our behalf. He acts for us. He gives us faith. He also will produce fruit in our lives. He will work through us to do his kingdom work. But he does so as we wait for him, as we trust him, as we be obedient to him, and as we wait for him to act. I mention this because in our text today, in verse 26, it says, He sent Moses his servant. Now, before that, as I've already mentioned, there was a great gap in time. Many, many years had gone by. But the people waited for God to act. Now, so of course we don't have all of the history of Israel recorded. There would be just too many volumes in, in that collection. Or we can consider when we think of the New Testament, how the writers tell us that we don't have all the things that Jesus did and said. It would just be too much to write. But we do have the things that we need to know for our own progress and joy in the faith. Or, for example, in the Apostles' Creed, a wonderful place where we can see our faith kind of just reviewed. And yes, we can say we believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, and then there's this comma, and then it says, suffered under Pontius Pilate. Well, can you imagine all that time, those 33 years between Jesus being born and then suffering under Pontius Pilate? But we're thankful for those 33 years wrapped up in that one comma, his teaching, preaching, healing ministry because then he went to the cross as one who could die 
in our place. And of course, the Apostles' Creed then tells us that the third day he rose from the dead. And it goes on to say many more things that we treasure as Christians. But the point is, is that there can be a gap in time as we see in our text. But what's important also is to see that God did send Moses his servant. Now, in Psalm 105, it doesn't tell us about how God sent him, but we know from other parts of the Bible that this is the place where God spoke from the burning bush and how he called Moses. He said to him, I want you to lead my people out of Egypt. And so Moses, you know, knowing that this is a big task, he, he said to God, well, when I go back to the people, they're going to ask me, who sent me? What should I say? And God revealed his name and he said, tell them, I am has sent you. Now, there is a lot involved in that name. But one thing that we can see is that God is revealing that I am the God who has been with you in the past, and I am the God who will be with you in the present, and I will be the God with you in the future. I am. Now, as we consider this passage of Psalm 105, and as we read through the history of Israel, we can be thankful that God is truly present, that he is with us, that he is a with us God. And so read this passage, study it, and just be thankful for who God is and what he does on your behalf because he wants to work for you and in you and through you. And let's remember to wait upon the Lord and let's do so to God's glory and our joy. As we close today, I just want us to consider how has God been faithful to us and our families? I know for myself, as I think about the history of my wife and her family, we rejoice of how God called her parents to leave the United States and go all the way over to the Ivory Coast, West Africa, where they spent 50 years in ministry. And when my wife was over in Africa and getting ready to come over to the States to go to college, when she was at the airport, her dad said to her, I want to leave you with these words. I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you shall complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. What wonderful words that my wife could take with her as she left her homeland to go over to the United States. I want to now pray for us at this time. 
Father, we are so thankful for the way that we truly can see that you are a faithful God, that throughout our own history, we can see how you have led us and guide us and how you protect us. And so, Lord, I ask today that you would help people to see how you are writing your story on the pages of their lives. And I pray this in Christ's name. Amen. For a single soul, lifting your cross and stepping in closer to Jesus.